We actually look at three states of information, data in use, data in motion, data in storage. We want to protect data in all three of those states. Cloud computing has set the agenda for some radical changes in enterprise computing and storage, and it calls for new ways to protect data. This is Transforming Storage, made possible by Intel. I'm Jason Lopez. If you remember 2001 A Space Odyssey, when Commander Bowman questions Hal about the accuracy of a report, the computer replies back that in every instance of a problem, every issue came down to human error. Now, that was just a movie. But keep that idea of the human factor in your head for just a moment. So when it comes to storage security, we went to the RSA Security Conference in San Francisco earlier this year to get some bearings. We're finding that really at, at all points, at all levels, security is the number one overriding issue concerning any type of stored data. That's Jay Kim, president of DataLocker, who says that good security starts with understanding human nature. I don't know how many stories I've heard of hackers just making a phone call someplace and say, hey, I'm a remote admin, I need the access rights, and they go, oh, sure, here's the password. I think humans are tend to be trusting in nature by default, and they're really susceptible to socially engineered attacks. And really, the digital frontier is wide open right now. And so it's the modern-day equivalent of stagecoach robberies or the bank robbers back in the 20s. There's a lower barrier to entry and lower risk as well. Kim points out that limiting the handling of data as much as possible to the intended end user is a great security practice. But what about cloud, where data is held off-site, supposedly in the hands of others? How secure is that? Some of it is perception. Some of it is reality. That's Eric Carpenter, director of enterprise applications for RAND Worldwide, a technology and services company. It varies from state to state, industry to industry, country to country, right? A lot of companies use security as an excuse to avoid the question of whether or not they should outsource data. And that's fine. Other companies have very legitimate concerns about security, things like you know, medical, patient privacy. We spoke with Carpenter at Interop in Las Vegas earlier this year, and it was interesting to note the sensitivity of the industry to the perception that off-site data isn't secure. We try to avoid using the term cloud in a lot of cases because it has bad connotations. What we're doing is more of a private hosted solution. So instead of an account that gets created and a database that your information gets put into, we're actually creating unique, privatized, segmented instances of the storage and the application for our customers. So each customer has their data segregated onto its own subnet of the network, dedicated virtual machines, dedicated storage, private VPN connections, uh, you know, encryption on both ends. So that essentially from a, a legal standpoint as well as a physical and IT security standpoint, doesn't the data is effectively theirs. It's, it's in many cases more secure in a dedicated secure data center than it would be in their facility. As the IT industry evolves in its practices regarding storage in the cloud, it's clear that technologists are studying how to help IT pros and data center operators succeed in keeping data safe.
The cloud is a different compute model than what we've seen in the past, and it requires new approaches in keeping that data safe. That's according to Scott Durant, a security strategic planner in the cloud planning organization at Intel. Data center equipment or the applications as they run in, uh, historically have run in data centers, are now being moved to third-party infrastructures. So the actual equipment is being managed by a third-party organization. And in addition to that, uh, to take advantage of the efficiencies of a cloud computing model, these things are typically done in a multi-tenant environment. So you have not just one company's or customer's applications and data residing within the infrastructure or within a dedicated set of or collection of hardware in that infrastructure, but rather it's shared amongst many different uh, and disparate customers of the cloud service provider. So that creates new concerns about maintaining appropriate isolation of workloads so that those workloads can't be viewed or, or affected by the co-tenant applications or, uh, that, are, that are running in that infrastructure. That's one aspect that uh, creates complexity or kind of a new uh, facet of security requirements. Another is the lack of a clear perimeter around the uh, data and assets that are, that are being used in the infrastructure. So uh, whereas uh, at one point in time, you could set up a f gateway firewall that essentially was the, the point of access to an enterprise's digital resources uh, with respect to the internet. Today, they tend to be deployed in a variety of different locations, accessed by systems that are all, you know, all over the world, potentially over wired and wireless networks. Now, when we look at security concerns, however, there is a desire from customers that I have spoken with or, or cloud subscribers that I have spoken with to be able to maintain a degree of control over the security of their systems. And one mechanism for doing this, and this certainly is not a, a complete solution, but one mechanism for doing this is to have the cloud subscriber actually manage the encryption of data that is stored within a cloud infrastructure. And cryptography provides, it, it's a tool to help secure stored information in a cloud or other environment, but uh, by the subscriber actually maintaining the keys to that encrypt, uh, encryption scheme, they can uh, maintain control over the security or the confidentiality of the data that's stored in the cloud. So if we use the analogy of a coin-operated laundromat, it would be like giving the client more control to run the machine you know, however they want to. But how much of that gives them real control over the security of their data, and how much of it is a, a feel-good solution? Oh, that's a great question. There are a couple of things that I'm working on right now, actually, that, that I, I believe will be beneficial to uh, cloud subscribers. One of those is to give them greater transparency or visibility into the security state of systems that they utilize in the cloud and therefore of the uh, data and information assets that they have stored in the cloud. So providing the user with a, you know, you might look at it as a dashboard or some sort of a, 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 a report of how secure things are, the security posture 
of the, the assets that they use in the cloud. That's one uh, way that we are approaching uh, addressing this problem. And then the other is, as you mentioned, providing the user, once they have this information about the security status of these cloud systems, then providing them with means of controlling that, uh, you know, the, the security of their resources that are stored in the cloud. Uh, Scott, I wonder if you could kind of lay out what you think are the top security concerns currently to uh, cloud infrastructures. From a threat perspective, we've seen um, threats evolve over the last several years from what I refer to as a, a desire for fame, kind of looking at the attacker's perspective. You know, they've gone from looking for fame to looking for fortune. So they've they've made this transition from, uh, say, um, graffiti on a website where, that they could brag about having cracked the website, to now having advanced targeted attacks that they you know they are taking uh, great care to not expose, if you will, the their activities. So. As we see the sophistication of t attacks increase, we recognize a need to provide much more uh, sophisticated mechanisms for detecting those attacks and mitigating or minimizing the effect of those attacks. Right, right. Well, one of the precepts of this show is that uh, encryption at the chip level is actually a very effective way of enhancing or creating a secure layer against attacks and against break-ins and things like that. What's your thought about that? What's your thought on this idea of encryption? I think that uh, cryptography, again, is, is a tool that can be very effectively used to protect the confidentiality and integrity of data. And the closer you get that cryptography to the actual data processing and the data storage, the more effective it can be. Right, and, and why is that? What is the nature of these systems that makes that true? Data at some point has to be decrypted in order to do useful things with it. When you encrypt data, you actually obfusc obfuscate its meaning. And in order to do useful things, with a few exceptions, in order to do useful things with it, you uh, today need to decrypt it. And minimizing the time and space over which data is decrypted, uh, that is, you know, you don't, you introduce risk if you decrypt data and then transfer it to another processor, for example. So minimizing the time and space over which it is actually decrypted minimizes its vulnerability to attack. So if we can put the encryption decryption engines, uh, you know, very close to where the data is processed, then uh, that data can be, you, we can maximize the uh, period of time over which data is actually encrypted and its confidentiality is protected. Why is time such an important factor in decryption? So you can imagine, uh, you know, consider a house, for example. If you keep the doors of your house locked all the time, then it's more difficult for a an intruder to find opportunity to enter your home without authorization. Similarly, if you keep the data that you have out in the cloud encrypted all of the time, then you minimize the opportunity for an attacker to steal that data in a useful format. Now, of course, if it's encrypted all of the time, then you run into challenges with being able to use it and do meaningful things with it. So there, you need to decrypt it at, at certain points in time, but you want to minimize that uh, the, the, the time that the data is decrypted so that you minimize the window of opportunity for an attacker to steal it. We actually look at uh, three states of 
information, data in use, data in motion, data in storage. And we'd like to you know, maximize the amount of time. We want to protect data in all three of those states. And if we can maximize the amount of time it is encrypted in all three of those states, then we uh, maximize the protection that is provided through the encryption. Scott Durant works for Intel's Data Center and Connected Systems Group, where he's a security strategic planner in the cloud planning organization. This is Transforming Storage. I'm Jason Lopez. <laughs>